Welcome, welcome, brothers and sisters, to Let's Get the Conversation Started. I am your host, Judah Rise, and today I want to have a short conversation about college sports. I was recently watching um, some stuff on ESPN, and they were talking about how the governor of California is going to make it uh, legal for college students to get paid off their likeness. And if anyone, you know, follows college sports, this is actually pretty huge because, you know, for years you hear various people talking about how students uh, that are athletes should be able to make money because colleges are making billions of dollars off athletes. And you have a lot of athletes that come from from poor backgrounds, you know, you know, whether it's a one parent home or or two parent home, but the family, you know, is uh, not doing great financially. And they're these big time athletes, highly recruited. Uh, they go to these big uh, college institutions to play basketball or football. And they rake in billions of dollars for that university from, you know, ticket sales to games to sales of jerseys to, you know, the college getting paid by by certain uh, television networks to advertise during games. I mean, there's so many ways to make money uh, in college sports for the college, but the athletes aren't getting anything. And a lot of these athletes, the majority of them need to make money because like I said, they come from families who aren't financially uh, doing too good. So you have this bill coming into effect. You know, I think it's, going to take effect 2023 where college athletes can you know start to do things that can you know have representation uh and basically create ways to uh produce income for themselves while they're in college which is great uh but i want to go a little bit deeper into into the whole college sports conversation uh i want to i want to remove some layers you know, really get, we're going to get deep in it. You know, we're going to get deep in it and uh, we're going to analyze some things and, and, you know, bring, bring some truth to the surface. When you think about college sports, at least in America, you think of football and you think of basketball. You don't think of soccer. You don't think of baseball. You don't think of volleyball, you know, you don't think of rugby, you don't think of any of these, any of these sports, you think of football and basketball. And the reason why is because those two sports alone generate the majority of the income that college institutions bring in yearly. The billions of dollars are generated by those two sports alone. And then you start to think about that factor and you start to say, who is who is playing these sports? Who is the majority of people that play basketball in college, that play football? It's young black men and women. And then you think about who is the majority of people that play the other sports that don't generate any money for the institution almost. You know, your swimming team, you know, your softball team, baseball team, 
you know, volleyball team. They're Caucasians. And then you think about the audacity that the college sports have had the nerve to voice that college athletes shouldn't get paid. The audacity that the fact that the two sports that are basically paying professor salaries, dean salaries, paying to remodel, you know, and build new new additions onto colleges, you know, paying to uh, uh, funding the tuitions for other for academics uh, uh, scholarships. You think of all that money that's being made off the back, and I say the back, of young black women and men. And it just makes me reflect on America in itself, the history of America. When you think about how America was built. America was built on the backs of black men and women. Initially, from them being slaves, and after the supposedly slavery ended, which it really didn't, based on the 13th Amendment, but we'll just we'll just go along with after it officially ended, the methods, the laws, the way they do certain things when it comes to minimum wage, keeping it low, the economy has been backed and fueled to this day by black men and women. And you think about how all this was built, how this how this country became a superpower and how it's uh, able to be the number one revenue country in the world. And it's because it was built on our ancestors. The backs of our ancestors, blood, sweat, and tears. And as you look at modern day techniques that are going on in certain areas, whether it's, you know, for instance, this college issue, uh, you know, in an employment field with minimum wage, slowly getting raised, if not ever getting raised over all these decades. If you look at the techniques, you realize that it's still designed like a well-oiled machine to profit and to build off the backs of black men and women. You have people in college that's running certain institutions have a serious issue with athletes getting paid. But the real issue they have is we have an issue with black athletes getting paid. That's the real issue. Because when you look at where the revenue is coming from, where the school is getting rich, it's from athletes playing football and basketball. And you think about how that money is used to fund the sports that are being played by Caucasian, by white athletes. How basketball and football is the life source where white athletes 
can continue to play sports and get free, get scholarships, just like the black athletes. They can get scholarships to go play a sport and be uh, uh, given the same perks and benefits in that sport that generates almost zero dollars for the institution. They can enjoy the same campus. They can enjoy the same dorm rooms, the same, the same uh, enjoyment you get out of being able to go to college, the experience. And they're, the sport they're playing generates almost zero dollars for the college. But here you got black athletes who are performing at high levels in front of, you know, hundreds of thousands of people, millions of people watching on TV. Uh, when they go out there and play they play that game and they're generating all this money and you have people that are in authoritative positions in colleges having an issue with this. Having an issue with athletes making money off themselves. Think about that. They're not asking, you know, hey, I'm not even an athlete, but I want you to give me some money. Or, you know, I'm just going to not play, but I still want to get paid. I want you to give me some type of money. These guys and women are going out there and playing their asses off. And you got people that have a problem with them getting paid in any type of way. And that's the that's that layer that you got to realize that the system is still set up and is working perfectly for America to build off the backs of black men and women, whether it's at the college level or the professional level, whether it's, you know, the way the system is set up for to keep black people disenfranchised and, you know, basically starving economically. So they have to be forced to work a, a minimum wage jobs uh, to keep, you know, to basically to fuel the economy system. And to keep them where they have to keep working those jobs, to keep it from, they keep them from being able to have other opportunities by not hiring minimum wage. Because we know if you're able to save some money, you may you may be able to do something with that money that can put you in a better position in life. You know, you may be able to open up a business, whether it be small or big. You may be able to, you know, take that money and 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 take you some college courses. But when you're paying people just enough to keep their lights on and keep a little food in their refrigerator. They got to keep coming back. They got to keep coming back. And that's how it's set up. When you think about these entry-level positions, you know, that fuel, that really truly fuel the economy, the minimum wage staying low. And I just want to say to my brothers and sisters, we have to find ways to build within our own community because we have plenty of other people in this country getting rich off us staying in a low level of economics, staying unstable financially. We have people that are getting rich off our downfall, off our off our disenfranchised state. They had, they're getting rich. I'm talking about, and I'm not just talking about white people. I'm talking about there's plenty other races getting rich off us being in a position we are and staying there. 
And we just got to keep knocking down doors. We got to keep voicing our opinions. We got to keep talking amongst each other and building amongst each other. Because that is that will be the start to crumbling this system that has been set up since day one to take advantage of the black man and woman since day one. And I'm glad that this came um, into effect, uh, will come in effect in uh, 2023. Uh, uh, hopefully, you know, it, it's, it, you know, it stays, it stays uh, something that will, will actually happen because, you know, anything can happen between now and 2023. Uh, but at least the conversation is, is out there. At least it's getting people to talk about it more because that does, that does crumble down uh, wicked governments wicked societies it's just having that conversation to get things going it all starts with people talking and saying you know what we don't agree with this and uh going from there but uh i just want to say i appreciate you listening taking the time i didn't want to make this too long i mean because like i said this is something that's ongoing and we just have to keep doing what we're doing and doing more of it to uh just you know strengthen ourselves our families our fellow brothers and sisters um, and just just keep just keep being aware of the tactics that are being used daily to keep our people down. Shalawan, shalawan. Till next time. God bless you.